Hello and welcome to the Void Fills podcast. I'm Jax. And I'm Rocco. Void Fills is an interactive podcast where we're going to try and bust some stigmas around mental health issues, share advice and tips for getting through tough times, and we'll feature some of our music to hopefully help you relax and chill. At the end of the show, we're going to play some sounds which might be useful when helping you sleep. All the music in the show is listed in the podcast notes. You can send us any questions, thoughts, and share advice by using the hashtag VoidFeels. It's important to remember that Rocco and I aren't healthcare professionals, so please be sure to speak to your doctor, a trusted family member, or contact one of the organisations listed in the podcast notes if you're worried about your well-being or safety. We hope you enjoy the show. So we've got a question here from at Nico and the Niner. Uh, they've asked, what motivates you to keep going on an extremely low mental health day? I would just think that separating yourself from, like, so if you're in a room, that certain room, and you've mm. been in there for a long day, say you're, I don't know, doing work, I would say kind of like take you away from it for a bit. Yeah, because when you're in the in a, in a situation, you feel like trapped, kind of, I suppose. Yeah. And, and to kind of separate yourself from those initial emotions yeah kind of helps you so if like if you're having a day where one thing happens then another thing happens and you're just being bombarded with these things that just makes you feel like absolute rubbish if you can like disassociate yourself from those events and just maybe think like oh tomorrow's another day like i'm going home soon like i can go to sleep and wake up and you can kind of think that now you're fresh that's yeah. it it's done yeah it's over it's in the past i know it's hard to think that way because I get caught in the trap of like having a really bad day. And then all you think about is that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally in, until something good happens, you yeah. just kind of fixate on the bad things. It's easier to do that, I suppose. It's easier to say like, you need to disassociate yourself from these things when in reality you get caught up in the moment kind of thing. Yeah. You know, what motivates you though? I think, what pushes you through? Yeah. It's like having the thought of that. Okay. This day isn't going to be forever. And I, I just try and think of what my end goal is. So mm. not kind of like what my end goal is in life, but what would help contribute to making my mood better. So like yeah, yeah. I think of it as like building bricks to like build your foundation. And you want to try and just kind of take one brick at a time. So it's a vis- it's a visualization yeah. thing with you. You want to get whatever is your main priority at that moment. Try and get that done. That brick's done. And then once you've done that brick, you're like. Oh, I did it, and that's that's your motivation for kind of, you've done something that you didn't think you could complete because yeah. you were stressing out about it, but you've done it now. Now move on to the next one, and then slowly you'll build up this massive foundation, and you wouldn't have thought you've done it. That's kind of what I would do. My motivation is kind of so like visually like building towards the next day to yeah. kind of get through things. Yeah, because there's no point kind of thinking about, oh my gosh, my life's running away from me. What can I do now that will change my life forever? It's not going to work like that. Yeah. You've got to take it slowly and like bit by bit. That's true. And I think that will motivate yourself more than trying to think of the very, very end goal. Yeah. Just take it bit by bit and you'll see that bit's done and you go, oh, oh, wicked, I did it. I, I think like a good exercise as well is like at the end of the day is to have a look back and think of one good thing that's happened. Yeah, because you, that's you, it's, it's really easy just to go, oh, today everything has gone wrong. But when you actually sit down and you take a moment and you have a little think, I bet you you can like think of one thing that has been good. Even if you've had like, oh, 
I had like a wow nice coffee today or like yeah, I had yeah. a nice meal or something like that yeah. and then you kind of take away the negative side to that day and you yeah. can kind of move move on easier no, that, but, yeah, but we all know it's easier said than done yeah you know? I think it just takes practice mm. because it's you've got to train your brain to think like that it's not going to work straight away but eventually if you keep practicing these like little helpful techniques you might get a bit better yeah, it's like anything you learn don't you? Mm. you and you can kind of perfect the technique yeah and uh, we've got another question here from Milky Waves. And their question is, what's one thing that always makes you happy no matter what? That's, well, for me, that's easy. Well, what about for you? Coming home to my dog. Oh, okay. I think it's actually proven that dogs are really good for people with mental health issues. I know yeah. it's hard. People can't just go out and get a dog. But, like, my no, no. dog, if I've had a bad day, I'll go home. I'll see my dog. And it's like, the day's over. That's it. Yeah. You know, some people can get like pets for therapy, so it yeah, is people yeah. dogs for therapy, mm. which yeah, I can understand that. I love dogs. What about you? <clears throat> for me, it's music. Yeah. Like no matter what mood you're in, you can listen to one song, and it can change your whole mood. Like mm. I can be driving in my car, and I can be like, oh my day is just you know going to pot. And do you ever do that thing tune. where if you're feeling really sad, you listen to sad music? Yeah, sometimes that helps. It helps, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if I'm really angry, like I'll listen to like you know Lincoln Park's that first album, like Hybrid Theory. I like yeah, put that yeah. on, and after half an hour of listening to that in my car, I'm like, I'm over it now. Yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah. You know. Because you're connecting with that emotion that they're 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 feeling. Yeah, yeah. And then also like the the crazy like beats or like pumping up music makes me like so happy. <laughs> I get out of my car and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like invincible. You can kind of leave it behind you, can't you? I suppose. Yeah. No, I agree. Music helps a lot as well. Yeah. No, definitely. And it helps with everything. It makes you feel every emotion. But now for me, it definitely makes me happy every time I listen to it. Next up, we have a question from Twitter from at two parts naivety. The question is, what do you think has to be done to decrease the stigma around mental illness? They need to go from the top, don't they? Yeah. You need the government to realise that this is a thing. This is happening. Yeah. What bothers me personally is that like there's a hashtag on Twitter like once a year like mental health week well, that that's good be, yeah but, but it's not good enough is it no you've it's... got people that, that are dying daily people yeah. can't find help I yeah. found when I was going through things when when I felt at my lowest when I, when I was personally suicidal I couldn't see someone from the NHS the, the waiting list was too long yeah it's about well they say between three months and a year I, I don't see how that helps people to get rid of the, the negative stigmas around mental health, people need to talk about it more. It needs yeah. to be um, it needs to be spoke about on the news in schools. I think um, talking to kids about it is the most important thing. Yeah, and in the workplace as well. Uh, there's there's no, no yeah, knowledge or thought towards it. No, like really, if you're having a bad day, you can't skip work because you yeah. you're feeling depressed. I think people think, oh, you're old enough to handle yourself now. Like you're not at school, you're not a kid. They think, oh, get over it. You, you know, you're a grown man or grown woman. Mm. You know what I mean? But this is the thing. Kids kids as young as 14, like even younger, kids are going into school and they're going, I don't feel right. I feel anxious. I feel I feel sad about myself. I, I want to do, like, do things to myself. Yeah. People aren't educated enough in schools or, or anywhere to kind of say, ah, oh, okay, so, right, let's talk about this. Let's break this down and see see how we can help you. Instead... It's shrugged off, and these yeah. kids from that young, they go into their life after school or after whatever, 
and they just think that the world sees it as this negative non-existent yeah. thing and when they go into the workplace or go on into their future there's no help there's no support no. and when or, you try or, and get yeah. support it's impossible to get that support it's ridiculous so i think the best way to combat it is for the government yeah to put more money into it fast off like 100%. it's the biggest killer of men between the ages of 19 and 24 i don't know if that's the right statistic but well every couple of seconds around the world someone has taken their life mm. every and i know it's in the seconds like that's how serious it is every couple of seconds someone is taking their life or you know but surely surely people in higher positions where they can actually make a change get this question put to them all the time what can we do to kind of normalize mental health issues so it's not yeah. this taboo subject where people are embarrassed to talk about it yeah like do you ever talk to someone like for example i spoke to someone the other day and I, and I just told them that sometimes i get like this because um suffer from depression and anxiety and ocd like this is how i get i know i it's like if you create a new friendship with someone that's one of the first not one of the first things but that is one of the first things i say because it's natural to me i feel like i should yeah yeah tell them and then it's funny to see some people's reaction because some people when you tell them they go oh some it's either one thing they either go oh my gosh that's that's oh thank you for telling me like mm. that's amazing that you've told me and then you get the other response which is oh like a bad oh like but I bet that really? if, you, if you actually spoke more with that person, you'd realise that the reason they're accepting of it is because they've experienced that in their life or they've, they've come across someone in their life before that has experienced that. Yeah. So they know how to deal with it. But this is, the, this is the question. How do you get out there and try and help more people understand that this is the thing that a lot of people struggle with? So why is it not a normal thing? Why is it not, oh, I've got the flu, I can't come into work today? Yeah. Why is it different? Like I'm having a really bad day today. I can't get my thoughts together. It's pointless me being at work. It's not the same thing. You'd get laughed at or yeah. you'd have to go into work or whatever. I, I do, yeah, I think there should be definitely some changes in the, the way the government see it as in like, to yeah, if you have a bad day, okay, right, you can have a day 24 hours mm. or 48 hours out of work or school or whatever. And I then I feel like the attitude needs to change though. You can't just yeah. post it on Twitter, hashtag mental health week. Who no. cares? Like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, it's a good thing. It raises some sort of awareness, but the people who are posting about it, yeah. they're probably spreading the word already. You need to reach more people. And the, it's, the, it's not just a hashtag thing on Twitter. And it's so funny because you see, when, as soon as that hashtag starts at the beginning of the month, when, when it's National Health mm. Month or whatever, everyone goes on that bandwagon. Jumps on it, yeah. And then they think, oh, because we've done it for a month or whatever, everything's sorted everything's yeah. done it's not it's it's gonna take okay i do believe it will take years and years but i think that they're gonna have to take it more seriously and there should be someone in the government focusing on it every day yeah i think as well if you if you're open with it so for example like when i spoke to this person the other day you don't know whether this is that conversation may have impacted him and uh for example he he may then feel more open with discussing his mental health yeah. It's the conversation. Yeah. We need to be having conversations with people. About it. Yeah, like, exactly. And not be afraid of it. The more you talk about it, the less of a big deal it is. And, and that's what, it, yeah. when you have therapy, like, so I get really bad intrusive thoughts. So when I've been to therapy sessions, they've said the more you talk about it yeah. and you, you take it out of your head and it's there and you've spoken about it, it's not a big a big deal anymore. It's not no. that little secret you've had in your head. Yeah. And that's the same with mental health. We need to all talk about it. And you can't just go to someone and be like, 
I'm depressed. No, it, but... It, but it needs to be done in a way that it snowballs and more and more people have, have spoke about it and there's procedures put in place in workplaces and at schools and at universities yeah. where there's a support system and a support network for people. 100%. Otherwise, there's going to be mental health week every year and more and more people are just going to die. Nothing yeah. changes. No. And you, you don't know that one conversation that you have with someone might, the person you're speaking to, they might have gone, oh, I can't talk about my mental health. But mm. because you've, you've said, oh, I, I'm struggling with mental health, they might go away and go, no, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it too. I'm yeah. gonna talk about my my struggles. And we should that, make that a little challenge this week. Like, yeah, yeah, talk to someone. If you feel comfortable doing it, talk to someone. It may be hard for you to do, but if you can talk to someone, let us know on our socials how people react and whether they open up back to you. Or you never know that could actually save someone's life if they feel like they're not alone. You never know. Yeah, so that that would be, be a good little challenge to set. If you do that, we're gonna take a short break from the chat now. Here's one of our pieces. We hope that it helps you relax and chill. We got another question here from at cover my jumpsuit cool name uh hashtag void fields how do you keep motivated during a rough patch i always refer back to previous rough patches okay so like you um it's really easy to get caught in the moment so you feel like you're having a bad week you're gonna have a bad month you're gonna have a bad year you're gonna have a bad rest of your life mm. When really, in, in reality, you look back at times where you've had a had a crap week and you think uh, at that, that point one. in time you were having the worst week, but now you've got through. It's in the past. It's done. Yeah. So you can do it again. So you can refer back to, like, previous times. Like, obviously, it's so cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. It, it's true. Like, what all these tough things you go through, it makes you stronger. Like, it genuinely does. No, you, it, you know how really to does. kind of get through it the next time it happens. Yeah. So that's how I get through rough patches. That's quite good. Yeah, I would say kind of the same because if you've, you know, yeah, like you said, if you've done it before, mm. you can do it again. 
I think keeping yourself motivated in that rough patches, I would also do something that you enjoy as well. So yeah, if you're yeah. in a rough patch, it's, you know, it might be a couple of days you're in a rough patch or you know, a period of like a month that you're in a rough patch. Mm. But set aside a, a certain amount of time that you know, find something that makes you feel better mm. and makes you motivated to carry on. Set aside, you know, not every day or if you can fit it in every day, something that makes you happy, like reading a book. Mm. A book that is, you know, inspiring. Not yeah, yeah. just like a normal book, but get one that's got like a, you know, something about improving your life or something that you're interested in, like a hobby. Read it and then, you know, learn from it or watch a movie or... I, I think as well, like people feel like it's not okay to be sad or like to have a bad week. Mm. People feel pressure to feel better, but yeah. it's okay to feel bad. Like, it's just, that's that's just how you're feeling in that moment. It's fine. Yeah. But I promise you, you'll move on from that. That's what I kind of find myself saying to people online is that, yeah, right now, I understand. I'm sorry you're going through this period in your life or, or this time in, in this week or whatever. Mm. But I promise you that next week, you'll look back on this and you'll feel so much better about it. Even yeah. if it's a little bit. Yeah. Because you get, it, it sounds bad, but you get used to it. That, that's yeah. how we no, deal with our that's how I deal with my mental health it's how you deal with it you, you learn to deal with it yeah. and I feel like it's good to remind people that sometimes it's okay to have a bad day or like a bad week mm. you will get through it Yeah. And, and it takes that one person just to say that and maybe that helps you get through that week you know it's also like if you're at the beginning of your journey of like how your mental health is starting out mm. like this to try and find motivation when you know when you've had no help before and you, you don't know what these feelings are yeah you've got to try and think okay right this is new to me this feeling i don't like it then i'll get through it and then if that was your first rough patch then the next time it comes along you know what to do with it it's just learning to live with it isn't it yeah which is a hard pill to swallow because that sounds like a statement that you're gonna have to live with it for the rest of your life but it will get better yeah that's 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 the underlining fact it will get better yeah you promise. So hopefully that helps you in some way, Rachel. Yeah, Cover My Jumpsuit is quite a cool name. A definite reference to uh, 21 Pilots there. Yeah. Here's a question from Anonymous via DMs on Twitter. Don't forget quickly that if you do want to ask us a question and you don't want your name to be attached to it, that you can send us a DM and you will remain anonymous. So this is the question. We seem to be seeing more and more reality TV stars, social media people and actors suffering from mental health issues, sadly sometimes with tragic results. We recently saw the star of a big TV show check into rehab due to stress and alcohol. What are your thoughts on the pressures and pitfalls associated with that life? The rewards seem great, but there now seems to be a lot of negatives too. Thanks both. I feel like... It seems a lot better than it actually is. Yeah. When, when, when you become that big a person and so many people know you, every mm. single movement becomes scrutinised. Yeah, and every bit... You're under pressure. When you're an actor or you're, you're a musician or a writer, you put so much of yourself into things. And when people who don't understand that scrutinise it and maybe troll you or comment on it, yeah, it's easy to get upset. Like if someone listened to one of our songs and said, ah, terrible, what they do. That's going to rack on our brain for Exactly. Yeah. So when an actor puts a bit of himself into a, a show or an author puts their whole self into a book, it's such a personal bit of art that they've shared with the world. When someone scrutinises it, it's so hard and I'm guessing it just affects you mentally. Yeah. You know? And, and I think it's easy for people to see, oh, they're, but they're rich. 
Who cares? Yeah. Like you're, you're, they've you're got famous. loads of money, yeah. so why do their feelings matter? They're normal people. They're born, they're brought up, they go to school, and yeah, maybe they take a different route to everybody else. They become famous, they become influential, so they're put under this limelight, under this spotlight, and everything they ever do is looked through a magnifying glass. A hundred, you know? like, especially when the mental health gets maybe a bit, not out of hand, but out of their control. Mm. And then they turn to drugs and alcohol or, you know, any sort of substance abuse. I think, yes, that is a, that's a negative thing. But um, myself, I've experienced that. And it is a negative thing, like 100% that. But the way that people say, oh, the celebrities, you know, he's in rehab for drinking mm. drugs, blah, blah, blah. He's a bad person for doing it. That's his, that's his way of coping. That was my way yeah, of coping. Yeah, it's a coping mechanism, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and it's a good thing they've gone to rehab because yeah, they've, they've recognised that it's a problem. Yeah. And they've gone to help themselves. Yeah. But then I think it's really easy for people nowadays, like accessibility online, and it's really easy for people to comment. 100%. And there's nothing done about it. It's like I call it the, um, the gun scenario because, you know, say you have a gun, the gun does the work for you. It's like the social media is your gun. Mm-hmm. Like, all you have to do is press that send button, pull the trigger in the gun scenario. Yeah. And your hateful message is, is sent and you, you don't feel attached to it. You lose the humanization of it. Yeah. It's so you like, think, I, oh, I was, don't worry. I was I speaking didn't really about this the other day. Like, would you, if I was sitting here now, it's easier for you to say something horrible to me on a phone than yeah. me and you sitting face to face now. You wouldn't say something to me. No. Because it's like, that's, oh, well, that's like, the human thing to do. You, yeah. You care about people. Yeah. So it's, it takes, social media takes away the human touch as it were, like you wouldn't like start slagging someone off in front of them because they're there. Yeah. But online, it's so easy for everybody. Yeah, you're you're behind that. You're you know you're behind your phone. Yeah, you're, they're not actually in front of you. And it's easy for people to see. It's accessible as well. Like these people can search their name, and you'll get pages and pages and pages and pages of negative things. Yeah. And when you read that, it seems like the whole world's against you, and yeah. you can see why it affects people's mental health. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's hard. I think it's hard for them. It's a bad climate for them to be in. Yeah. And, and that's the main point is that people think, oh, but they're successful. They're living life. They're, they're they rich. They've got nice clothes. Yeah. They've got everything. So why, why are they sad? Yeah, to the general public, there's no reason yeah. why they're like this. There's no there empathy is. shown towards them. No. There's nothing. Which there should be. So, yeah, there you go. Thanks for that anonymous DM. Should we, should we move on to the next one? Yeah. So it. this question is from at Gemma Louisen. The question is, What's a quote you go by? Hashtag void fields. Well, go on then, what's So there's one that I've got, but I'm hoping people don't go out and Google this now because I've probably misquoted it. But I'm just going to do it anyway because I'm fearless. So, so it's by um, Bruce Lee. Yeah. And the quote is, I don't fear the man who practices 100 kicks once. I fear the man that practices one kick 100 times. That's uh, a good, that's quote, a good it? quote. It's a good quote. That's I think wicked. I remembered it bang on as well. It's basically saying like yeah. if you practice like a hundred things once, you're not gonna be good at any of them. But if no. you put the hours into one thing, you're gonna be good at it. Yeah. And you can apply that to mental health, I suppose. If you realise what your coping mechanisms are Train and it. you you put them into practice constantly, then eventually it, gets it will be second nature yeah no 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 that, that actually relates like go man. on hit me with your quote I'm personally very very excited to hear your quote Rocco so I'm just gonna hand my. the mic over to you right now so you can like impart your wisdom on the world my quote is that 
I don't have quotes. <laughs> don't eat yellow snow. Um, <laughs> but especially after you've eaten asparagus. Oh yeah, that that would be nasty. But I think a good quote from the book of the most cliche quotes I in the world. Book. Did you? Yeah, it's a good book. It's isn't fantastic. It? You ready for this? Hit me. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's Kelly Clarkson, isn't it? She did that song. She's my number one. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it's it is true. It didn't come from nowhere. No. What exactly. doesn't kill you does make you stronger. So. So there you go. Take advice from me. I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rocco's quote book will be available on our merch store. My book of amazing quotes will also be available on every single platform that you can think of. <laughs> We're gonna sell it out. It's already sold out. I've I've heard from publishers. No. Mate, I'm in it. Let's go. Yo, Jax, what's your favourite Harry Potter house? That's come from uh, at Stab Me With A Spork. I mean, I hate how can Harry you Potter. How can you stab someone with a spork? Sorry. <laughs> um, my favourite Harry Potter house, I'm definitely in Gryffindor. There's Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff? Is no, that where the puff monster comes from? You know, the cereal? No, but they're yellow. Their colour is yellow, so it can't make sense. You don't want to be in Hufflepuff, though. You don't want to be in Ravenclaw, either. Well, Hufflepuff sounds friendly. I feel like they are, but I'm definitely Gryffindor. I, just, I don't know about you. You're probably Slytherin. Um, I, I've you look watched, like Draco Malfoy a little bit. I've watched one <laughs> Harry Potter film. I bet you can't name it. Which is the one you... Which is the one you, you it was. It was the one where he had a suitcase and he got on a bus. <laughs> What's that? Was that every single one? I think pretty much everyone has got on a bus. Well, like, he gets on a train, doesn't it? Oh, he's young, so it must have been the first one. With Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I watched it and I thought, you know what? This is the biggest load of. So you don't like no, um, fantasy oh. world then? Oh, I can't stand it. You've just cut, cut our podcast viewers in half. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> by saying that. I just. There's just. What is the point in it? Wizards you, and beards and flipping. Monsters and just a load it. of rubbish. It, I love it. I w- I did like a marathon the other day. Like I watched all of them in like three days. I thought you meant as in like you went for a run as Harry Potter. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be a good thing for uh, for a marathon. But no, I watched all of them in a row. It's all. I'm basically Cedric Diggory. Do you know that guy? Robert Pattinson plays him. Huzzah, pizzazz. It's like, <laughs> what are you? It's good for people. It takes them out of their own world and they can live in another world. Oh, it sends me to a. Totally different world. <laughs> then I don't like it. Hashtag Potter bashing. <laughs> <laughs> Potter. Oh, so I hate people that speak like that. Oh. Potter. So uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for your interesting question, but I, uh, you know, Personally I prefer can't Lord help the Rings. That. No, that's <laughs> you don't like that either. What? Lord of the Rings. No, I can't stand that. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Snare vs Snape. Dumbledore. Dumbledore Hated it. <laughs> Teletubbies are like. My God. Last but not least, we have a question, or should I say a statement, from the lovely Warmth Live. This is sent into us on Twitter using the hashtag VoidFeels. This isn't a question, but I want to say thank you so much for being here and creating amazing music. I've met some of my best friends thanks to you, and I honestly cannot imagine where I would be without you and this community. So thank you so, so much. I love you so much. How nice. That's, that's, we love that's, you too. That's great. This is exactly what we want to do. Like, it's very nice you sent this message, but we don't do this for recognition or for thanks. We do this to help you. And, and if, if this helps you in any way, 
then that's our job that's done. Our goal. That's what we want to do. Yeah. And if you like our music, that means the world because we put so much of ourselves into it. And um, it's quite hard for us to release that into the world for people to hear. So thank you for your kind words. So if you have anything you want to ask us or have any topics that you'd like us to discuss, please send anything through to us using the hashtag Voidfeels. We enjoy hearing all of your questions and topics and we can't wait to talk about them. But for now, I've been Jax. I've been Rocco. See you on the flip side. Take care. We love you. Void.
The Void Fills podcast is a Zakuti production in association with Pod People Productions. <laughs>